Welcome to the Claire's Angels podcast, where you can join Fallon and Rosie in conversations about navigating life through using intuition, being an empath, and so much more. So before today's episode, do me a favor and exhale that breath you didn't even know you were holding. Now, take a deep breath in and settle in for today's episode. And we're back. Back. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hope you've had a wonderful week. So this week, we were going to talk a little bit about listening to some of the small messages and just kind of being aware of, you know, it's not always going to be this big, like, hit you over the head, like, hello, wake up kind of message. Like, it could be very subtle, and most times they are. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of start off with a story about something that happened to me recently. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I'm in the middle of packing up my house and moving back into my real house. And so if you want to know more about that story, that's actually, I have like a whole bunch of stuff on my podcast, Mindfully Break Free. So you can check that out. So I won't go into a whole lot of detail on that, but, um, I was in the middle of packing up boxes and I was listening to one of my playlists with headphones on and I was moving around boxes and the playlist was just like on random shuffle. Like it wasn't anything set as far as the order of it. And I moved a box and I didn't know it, but there was actually a drawing, like a hand drawing that I had done like in seventh grade. And it had a nice, like, beautiful, like, frame on it with glass over it. And it was apparently I had put it on top of one of the boxes and didn't remember that I had put it there. So when I went to kids, (laughs) hold on a second. All right. All right. right. You were telling me about your story of uh, listening to the little, little nudges, little messages. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I was packing up boxes and I didn't realize that I had this drawing that I did in seventh grade. Uh, It was like, you know, really nicely framed with glass on top of it. And uh, I had put it on top of the boxes and just didn't even realize that I had done that. And so I went to move one of the boxes and the drawing um, just slid off the boxes and completely shattered. Like the frame was in pieces and the just it was completely a lost cause. Like the drawing was fine. Yeah, the drawing was totally fine, but it was just like the frame and the glass was just like completely shattered. Well, while that happened just so happened that a song came on while that was happening. And I guess a little bit of backstory on what had happened. So um, we had just been told by our contractors that the move-in date was going to be delayed by about a week because it was going to take longer for the floors to be installed. And so I was upset about that and like just 
being like, okay, well, you know, this is not working. Like this is, you know, like just the world is ending type of mentality. And the song that came on after that happened was The Bones by Marin Morris. And I'll read it to you because uh, I am not a good singer. So <laughs> to spare you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> spare you. <laughs> but um, this is the first couple uh, stanzas of it. So uh, we're in the home stretch of the high times. We took a hard left, but we're all right. Yeah, life can sure put you put love through it, but we built this right. So nothing's ever going to move it. When the bones are good, the rest don't matter. Yeah. The paint could peel. The glass could shatter. Let it break. Cause you and I remain the same when there ain't a crack in the foundation, baby. I know any storm we're facing will blow right over while we stay put. The house don't fall when the bones are good. Oh my God. And did you hear that? Like kind of like right after like it was literally as the glass was like shattered on the floor and i'm like upset about it breaking and i'm like all of a sudden that comes on and i hear the glass could shatter and i'm like oh my god (laughs) and the picture frame your drawing fell in (laughs) (laughs) yes it was it was one of those moments that like the message could not have been clear of you know this is Yes, there is a setback in what's happening, but it's all happening for your highest good. Like there's a reason this is happening. And so I've yet to figure out the reason, but I am assuming there's a reason. (laughs) Well, I I guess considering you were going to the original, well, the timeline that you were given prior to that was that you would be in the home for Christmas, right? So it was like right after Thanksgiving holidays. Um you know, maybe that just would have taken away from stuff. It would have been exciting to move into your place, but maybe there would have been something that just felt rushed, you know? Yeah. And I think part of it was to, it gave me an extra, I don't know, like week or two weeks to actually focus on my business and get things put together. And I wouldn't have had that time. I would have been completely focused on just moving the house and everything. So I I think it was because of that partially, just because it was, it's giving me that extra time that I would not have had. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think, I know I do this. I always underestimate how long it takes to actually move, (laughs) even though you're just in the same neighborhood. Right. But you still need to pack things up into a vehicle and then unpack them or, you know, bring them in and then to place them in the exact places you want. And since it's holiday mm-hmm. time, that means you'd be unpacking the kitchen and things like that. And, you know, it was probably for the best. <laughs> I completely agree. But I was very upset at the time. But it's stuff like that where, yes, you know, the message, like if I would have just not been paying attention to what song was on or, you know, not paid attention to that small little like tingle that I was getting of like, Hey, pay attention. You know, this is important. Um, I would have completely missed it because it was so subtle. It was just a song that randomly started playing on, you know, my playlist that I had no control over what was coming up next. Um, Although I feel like that happens to me a lot. Like my guides communicate to me through song a lot. 
Um, like that's happened to me before where I wasn't even completely like I it started playing on my Apple Music playlist, which I never really use. And it randomly started playing this song that reminded me of my uncle who was passing away at the same time. And so it was like this, it randomly came on while I was running one day and like, it was like at the same exact time that he was passing away. So it was, it's one of those things where sometimes things happen like that for me, where music will just randomly start playing and it'll have some meaning to me that obviously the artist did not intend, but that's what it meant to me at that time. And that was what I needed to hear. So that happens a lot. Yeah, I, I actually love when the synchronicities align. It just it mm -hmm. feels really supportive. And even if the message is like, okay, okay, I get it. Like it, it was something that I'm avoiding or a decision I don't want to make. But then it, it like I can't help but feel so good about being so supported that all these things had to line up and maybe it's not as difficult as we think, but I can only imagine like I'm not the only one here <laughs> and, <laughs> and I have a team that's focused on me and that's how I like to think of it anyway, you know, um, and everybody else does. Everyone has their, their support system here on earth and as it is in heaven <laughs> at the bottom exactly. below, right? Yeah, um, exactly. And, and I think um, the messages definitely come from from music or anywhere that somebody tapped into their creative energy. So in a book or mm -hmm. a poem, of course, um, which is mm -hmm. music, right? Lyrics, well-written ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it can be something that's a bit more symbolic, like you see an animal mm -hmm. or a flower or a color or something. And you can definitely play with this and ask for signs. But um, it, it's, I always find when I need it, for whatever reason, if I just stop maybe focusing on um, like why, like the answer, and I just kind of put out like, okay, I need support, whether I say it or I just feel it, just kind of that surrender, that's when, that's when the answers will come. But I also have had the answers come from a person, you know, they'll say something. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> they'll say something that I'm like, damn, you know, like they're moving people yes. around here because this person is <laughs> in front of me and is telling me about, you know, a, a, a book I'm reading or wanted to read or a class I was going to take. And now this person is that profession or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So like we all are that for others as well when I think mm -hmm. and we're those instruments, whether or not we know we are. But if we really focus on love and, and aligning to that, that we can feel when that happens. I feel like it's like what the spidey sense must feel like, like your spidey sense <laughs> to start vibrating, or at least I do. Um, sometimes I'll get real warm, but the room will feel cooler, you know? Um, so like mm -hmm. all these, my senses literally heighten, heighten and um, 
yeah, it, it's just, how do you feel? How do you feel when something comes in alignment? Um, a lot of times it's like I get like tingles or like the feeling and like not really the pit of my stomach, but like butterflies almost feeling. Um, a lot of times though, like a lo it's just this knowing that I have that and sometimes it's even like a deja vu type mm -hmm. thing where I've dreamt it before. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh, this is real life now. Okay. <laughs> so that's happened to me a lot. Um, and most of the times it's dreams that I don't even recall. And it's just like all of a sudden I'm in it and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this happened before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's as far as physical sensations, a lot of it is more just like this gut feeling or um, kind of a lightness is what I feel. Um, but I don't really feel it so much in my physical body more than I just have that like claircognizance where it's like, I just know like that this is what's supposed to happen or this is how it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Speaking of claircognizance and clairsentience, <laughs> right? Um, yes. So I, I, I think that sometimes they can, seem like they're the same thing or interchange or maybe they're just part of each other and and mm -hmm. i feel like the clear knowing um that also comes with like practice trusting yourself then then you really can tap yeah. into that one because there's this just it, it it may not come with so much elated sensation sometimes it does where it's just that sense is tingling and you're just like whoosh, rush of different and you can feel the frequency. But yeah, sometimes I am in a space of already calm. And so it's almost like my emotions are tempered, like they're just mm -hmm. still. And then I'll really get that clear knowing. Yeah, a lot of times for I was just remembering that a lot of times for me, it's that if I am giving someone else a message that they need to hear, their ancestors or someone, a loved one will like immediately pop up like around like uh, on kind of like on the side of me or like behind me kind of and be like, ooh, tell them this. Ooh, tell them that. <laughs> and so like that happened to me one time whenever I was um, – and it wasn't even that they wanted me to tell them anything. It was that they were just enjoying the story that this person was telling. So um, one of my friends was talking about her grandmother and telling a story about her. And it was this really funny story that I don't remember all the details, so I'll spare you that. But basically, it was just a very funny story. And all of a sudden, it was like, Boop, there's the grandmother, like, <laughs> laughing at the joke, you know. <laughs> so a lot of times for me, it's that, like, someone will be there and it'll just come through me is what will end up happening. Yeah. And um, I guess that also is how maybe if somebody sees things that it's, it, it may not be, I know like when I've seen thing like had my clairvoyant like um, activated uh, or cleared, I should say. <laughs> um, there had been times where I could actually see something, 
And there's mm-hmm. other times where it was, it's almost like all the senses, right? Like the knowing that I see something. So it, it like it, to exactly. describe that as that with my inner eye. But I definitely have also seen something in front of me. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's where a little bit of a, of a kind of learning to distinguish the way I feel it is um, if I'm not aware that something's around or I haven't acknowledged it or maybe um, like we haven't kind of, yeah, acknowledged each other yet then I see them mm-hmm. outside of me, like maybe a shadow or uh, outline of something. Um, mm-hmm. But then when I, like when I was younger, I, I had, that freaked me out. Like that scared the hell yeah. out of me, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was running across the house to my parents' room before I could even like- Running away yeah, from it and know? it's like following and you. there was no way I wanted to acknowledge anybody who was like, praying Hail Mary, like sleep, putting the, you know, the rosary put me to sleep. Um, but now I, I, because in this house that we just moved into here in the mountains, when I was doing the physical cleaning of the house, but also the intention of clearing it by playing, um, you know, uh, you know, beautiful classical music and just high vibration, and, and having that intention and I, I felt, um, which I guess isn't even the scene part, but I felt my, my head being pat and, but I could still see like the movement mm-hmm. around me and feel like it's sometimes you feel like that was pretty clear. Like I don't, I didn't normally feel that, but I think I've come to the point where I have an agreement that like, it's okay as long as you're not going to um, disrupt my life, that I acknowledge Mm -hmm. you and I see that maybe you need something or whatever. But that was, I could feel that pretty good. And I remember (laughs) like going, oh, you know, there was like a quick, like, who, like that one I felt and just out loud saying, you know, I, you know, actually a lot of times when I'm speaking to them, I purposely don't say it out loud because I feel like it's a private conversation. And for some reason, yes, I don't know. I, it's maybe it's the old Catholic in me, but it's like when you speak <laughs> out loud, you're welcoming it in a bit more, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so just in case, you know, I, I want to tap into that energy of what I, of what I'm feeling. And of course, if I don't feel safe, I don't. I, I immediately am like, whew, that's, this is not okay, yeah. you know? But with this mm-hmm. uh, female, older female presence, uh, who I feel like is the spirit of the house, and she like, you know, said, good job, like, you know, cleaning the stairs as I'm kneeling <laughs> and vacuuming the step. <laughs> and I remember feeling, and I just said, thank you, but that is not, don't, you know, don't touch me again. Like, don't do that again. You yeah. know, that's, <laughs> thanks, yeah, but no thanks. But it was more of like, <laughs> I acknowledge you. I know you meant no harm, but I'm not okay with that. That freaked me out. Like, you know, don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't felt that yeah. since, but uh, here. But I think, like, to my point, is they all interchange with each other. And mm-hmm. if you're born with heightened gifts already, then um, 
I think it's a matter of really, to me, I feel like when I'm really doing work and clearing on things, then they all just heighten, they all interact with each other. And I know um, we're going to talk about that of how to open things up and really clear that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I it, it's, a, it's a pretty cool superpower. And I think I was just when I was younger, man, I was so afraid of that, that I can see things yes. and feel things. And they were coming to me at night and I didn't want it, you know. So I know I shut that down quite a bit um, mm-hmm. as a teen and yeah. older. But yeah, that's uh, it, it's pretty intense when it, when you not you don't know, too, that you're tapping into somebody else's energy and other energy. So. I have a tip for what I do, but I want to hear, um, I want to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah. So I was thinking it brought up a a story that, um, I had gone on a vacation one time and, um, it was like at a lake house and I came home and I kept smelling like old cooking oil and it would just follow me everywhere. And I'm like, I have not used like, I haven't fried anything here. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what is happening? But what I realized once I, like, tuned in and kind of just sat with that for a little bit is that the spirit of the lake house followed me home. And it was the owner of the lake house. And it was an older man who obviously, I guess, cooked a lot of <laughs> fried food because <laughs> that's what he smelled like. Um but that was actually like one of the first ones where it was very, very clear that it was, you know, the just the clear with like the smelling for it, the words eluding me right now. But um, basically, Claire it was smelty. just <laughs> smelty. I don't remember which one that is. But um, <laughs> we're horrible. I know. <laughs> like, jeez. I need to have like a list know, of them, Gigi. like well, for every I'm episode. Like, I, me, it's just like it's just a superpower, right? Like I know, I'm like it's just a name for it. It's just something that happens to me. It's exactly. fine. Um, <laughs> but like, so I, you know, helped him move on and everything, and that's something we can talk about, you know, in a later episode. But, um, but that was one of the most clear things for me of actually being able to smell something that was not there and realizing that that was actually a spirit who needed help to move on. And it's just little subtleties like that, where if you pay attention to them, it leads to a bigger message or a story or you being able to use your gifts to help others. And so that's something that for me, that was a big like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I got that. Got the message. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I, and I think it's okay to, to on, on what we were just kind of fumbling through, right. It's okay to not know all the words and the names to everything. Like if you're just, even if you are comfortable with your own gifts and you don't need to worry so much about, does this mean I'm, like, does this mean now I'm this? And do I have that title? But what about if that conflicts with my, my religion, my spiritual life? Like, it's okay to embrace um, whatever it is that you really feel honors the highest calling of you. 
because um, somebody came up with these names, right? You know, they, they, mm -hmm. and, and whether they were, uh, you know, somebody kind of describing it, I'm sure they were channeled because they just, I think when things are channeled, they just become that knowing, that clear knowing, and maybe they heard it. Uh, and this became so accepted. I think a lot of times when things are, people are, are like looking for the name of things or what to put words to and somebody describes it. I know that's how I felt when I, when I read about like highly, highly sensitive and empath empathic people, I was just like, oh, that's me, you know, but yeah. You know, and it can be fun to take the quizzes and what kind are you? Are you this one? Are you that one? Like I know in the beginning, that's what I searched for, you know, and I thought, yeah, I, I work with animals, but I don't know if I necessarily hear them. I do communicate mm -hmm. with them, but I don't know if that's the same way somebody else does. And I think it was really refreshing to me when I heard uh, a medium who actually speaks, that's, that's what they have embraced their gift that they speak to those from, you know, different dimensions, different planes and help them move through and pass that they did say, I, I actually just sense it more than actually see it, see it. And that gave me permission mm -hmm. to feel like I, it's, you don't have to like check all the boxes because it's always going to look unique to every person. And it's okay if you can't even articulate what you're feeling or seeing or how to describe it. The point is, is it's unique through you and kind of going back to how I know we feel about religion conflicting with your really, your spiritual relationship with, with Holy spirit, with God, um, and with all the saints and angels and however you were raised, that if if there is anything that feels not in alignment, that oftentimes it's just the word we put to it, that there's something else behind. Because as I really opened up and and rekindled my love for the mystics, the Catholic mystics, I would read a lot of the things that maybe um, uh, St. Teresa of Avila was describing. And, and I would think she's describing like a Kundalini awakening. And she was about that age in her fifties, you know, like, so a lot of things, different cultures and different practices have just named them different things. And I heard this before and I think it was actually Richard Rohr who said it, who's um, a Catholic Franciscan priest, who's an author and, and a teacher. And uh, he said something to the effect of like, you know, God knows God's name. You know, it's almost like, mm -hmm. like you as a mother, your mom, your felon, your sister, your daughter, your honey, you know, and, and yeah. all those things are part of you. They're not separate. Maybe you drop into those roles differently. But ultimately, when you find yourself and you become comfortable with who you are, you are all those things and neither take away from each other. Exactly. It's all. It's very interesting when you start looking at the different religions, different 
modalities, different practices, they all have very similar backgrounds and structure and they all complement each other and can be used together. They, they shouldn't, it goes back to this thing where, you know, Rosie and I always say it's always, and it's not, or, and so it's the more and more I pay attention to that, like, um, earlier today, I was actually looking at, um, an astrology, like how to read the circle chart and like figure out what the hell is going on with that. And so, um, <laughs> still eludes me, but it's fine. Um, but it was funny cause they were talking about the different houses and like how they all connect and how they're relating to each other. And I was like, this is exactly like feng shui. Like this is the same thing. Like how they're talking about the different connections and everything. And so it, it's one of those things where allow yourself to be open to learning from different modalities and different religions because they all have a message to give to you and, and something for you to take away from. It doesn't mean you have to agree with everything that that practice or modality or whatever it is has to offer, but there is something to learn from that. And so that's a really good way to just start the awakening process and start being more open with your gifts is to acknowledge that you are all of these pieces and you don't have to necessarily name them, you know, and you are taking from different practices and different things. And it's okay that some, some of the things align with you and some of it doesn't, you know, you don't have to like I'm a feng shui consultant, but I don't practice everything feng shui. I pull from the Kashic records. I pull from astrology. I pull from, you know, different modalities, but it all comes together in this beautiful way because they are so related and that, that I am open enough to allow that, those messages to come through in that man, that manner. So I, I think it's just really important, especially when you're first starting out to make sure that you just are open to receiving the messages as they come to you rather than trying to force it into a box that humanity has put it in. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's like so related to everything today too, right? Like just, I think we lost sight as a society to be open to another perspective as wanting to learn and wanting to even to see sometimes like, you know what, I really don't believe that. I really believe in this instead. And that that's okay. That doesn't that doesn't make you better. That doesn't make them better. It just is. And I I I, I think it's hard for people to embrace that that you're both right. You know? Um yeah. <laughs> because it's through your own lens and filter. And if we kind of go layer back, that's just like your family. Um I think, you know, if you look at, especially if you have a family lineage that has a, a lot of different mixes and races and cultures, or even just religions and upbringing, like, of course, my husband and I are both of Mexican descent, but we were raised so different. Like when I went there, it was, you know, and met his family, it was, it was very different than mine. And I thought about how my mom was raised. She was a city girl, you know, and and uh and how that really makes a difference although on paper to some people you know we should have 
all had the same traditions and values and even food and the way you ate. And it's so layered because it comes from so much lineage. And even being of Mexican descent, you know, we're mestizos. We have European and indigenous Aztec, Toltec, possibly Mayan ancestry. And you like, as I'm tapping in and growing, I don't make one worse or better than another. I'm really embracing the the indigenous and I don't know exactly where because it's not like this lineage was written down on a piece of paper for me, but I know what I learn and I, what I gravitate towards and what feels right, like a remembrance. You know, it's very deep in the Toltec um, wisdom, which was part of an ancient area that the Mayans and the Aztecs you know, came from. And at the same time, I know that with my European ancestry, that there's, no, there's wisdom from Spanish and, and the indigenous traditions there and the French and the traditions there. And so I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't have to have equal amount because I'm immersing myself in one, but I don't feel personally like that that takes away from one, like it doesn't water it down. And I think a lot of people like to have it where it has to be pure and it has to be exact, but even everything that comes through me from my ancestors to my upbringing to now how I raise my family, it all connects because it's all from me. So different modalities that I use, they're all right. They're all correct because they're from me. I'm the connection. So even as all my ancestors, I am the connection of all of them. And then starting that family tree with my husband and our kids. Like that, there's a power in that, in, in seeing that, um, how you really are the center of the universe, you know, um, but that there's also a lot of responsibility in that, that you affect everything and everyone. So there can be a beautiful balance between going inward and finding like your roots and that can be really painful. I know, you know, childhoods <laughs> could have been very painful or, or relationships or, or, you know, and, and with epigenetics, we know we carry our ancestors' um, trauma. Of course, our mothers, we were in her womb and her mother, we were in her womb um, as okay. an egg. So there's a lot of healing we, you know, with, and, and this sucks because a lot of our recordings actually don't know why we're just like <laughs> not processing and scrubbing. So some of the things I want to I think like, oh, we talked about that, but I'm not sure. <laughs> With, you know, <laughs> but I think we should bring that up again next time is how this leads to the healing of the land, you know, where you're at. Mm, um, yeah. But you are the land, you are earth, you are stars, you know, you are all the directions. It starts from inside and just trust that whatever it is and how you're doing it, is absolutely 100% correct for you. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And it kind of also ties into the, you have to do the work on yourself first and get everything right within so that the outer world can match. Because when it's you get your inner world to, you know, you raise the frequency and you, you know, become, you know, step more into the light of what you're come here to do, then your outer world will rise to meet you. Like it's not like you, you can't expect that the change will happen on the outside and then come in to you to make an impact. Like you have to do the work. And so that kind of ties into, you know, ancestral healing and land healing and all of those kind of things. And so um, I think that that's really important to keep in mind of when you're starting out doing all of this is that you have to focus on yourself first and get that right before you can expect the outer world to reflect that because the outer world is only a reflection of yourself. So get yourself right first and then you can worry about the rest of the world. Exactly. And I think this is a great place to wrap up and um, just trust yourself. That's what we're saying. There's going to be a lot of little messages that really feel really profound and that's because they are because they're meant for you they're meant for you Mm -hmm. specifically they were brought to you and given to you and just trust yourself that you you're on you're on this path you're listening to this now you know this was also brought to you from us of course but whenever you're listening to it could be a year or two years from this recording that is the perfect time exactly next time. Talk to you all next week. Bye. Hey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as Felon and I enjoyed recording it and sharing our conversation with you. Hit subscribe and you can find out when the next episode arrives. But a better way to do that is subscribing to our newsletter. Details are below. That way we can send you when our latest offerings are. You can also help others find us by submitting a five-star review right here on where you're listening. And then we are more searchable. Details on how to reach out to Felon and I individually are also below in the show notes. Until next time.